welcome to episode 263 of the Parkrun Adventurers podcast. I am Ollie Spake. I am joined by my parkrunning co-host, Melissa Ellis. And Mel, I've got one thing to say. Welcome back, Victoria. Oh, thank you. And welcome back, Ollie. I missed you. Thank you. I missed you and, and everyone too. But hey, look, it was it was really nice to hear talk back on the pod, um, hear some of his adventures and yeah, doing a stellar job. Um, really you know, huge kudos to talk uh, and the whole organising crew behind Palm 2022. Listen to the news. Uh, very excited. So, Thank you, and thank you very much, Toc, for stepping in. Yes, uh, it was exciting. I am all set to start booking some plans for Palm 22. Got to get on to it, Ollie. It's on my to-do list. It's at the top. Yeah. Uh, look, I'm, I'm thrilled. I've made some bookings, and, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just counting down the days. Hopefully we're not thwarted by Omicron. Is that how you say it? Omicron. That's my understanding so far. And <laughs> it look, like we've said before, um, everyone just keep an eye out when you're booking things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fingers crossed, Mel. <laughs> There's a bit of positivity. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but how did you spend your park run weekend, Ollie? What did you get up to? Ah, well, look, I'm way out of practice, Mel. Um, I'm not going to know what's hit me when parkrun's back in New South Wales. After the week off, it's uh, it's been pretty dull parkrun-wise and not parkrun-wise, aside from a few other things. So, look, I've been out for the odd run. Yeah, as we noted, I didn't go to Tassie. <laughs> look, hang on, side note, well done, E-Man. Looked up his result. Stellar to be under two hours on an a half marathon that goes up a mountain and thoroughly deserved the Tassie Pino that I think he was going to enjoy afterwards. Um, So great to see the guys down there and uh, enjoying a bit of Tassie. I hope he goes back next year, Ollie, and you can run with him. That's right. I can hitch hitch on behind him. Hey, man? (laughs) Yeah, get in his slipstream. That's right. But regardless, uh, we, we did have some fun. So weekend just gone... Got out for my run on Sunday. Thankfully, missed a lot of the excitement locally. I'm not sure if we want to do a news flash, but there was a bit of drama locally, rather concerning, on the Banksia Avenue Not Park Run course or just nearby. I think we should, Ollie, because listeners would be very familiar with the Windang Bridge. So, listening mm. and hearing Windang and the Odang Cafe on the nightly news in a shootout in a Oh, I don't know how you refer to it. There was a lone shooter in the area. That's right. They might yes. be concerned, concerned for our own Beck Bailey, our Bailey shot. Thankfully, Beck was a long way away. Yes, I know. Thank <laughs> goodness. So we all know that Beck is off on an extended work trip for a school. She's leading a school camp, I think, mm-hmm. and she's in Victoria. She's safe in Victoria, everybody. <laughs> don't panic. Beck was nowhere near the shooting. Yes. And look, fortunately, Mel, no one was injured. It was uh, great to hear that the police did uh, manage to um, arrest the individual. Clearly, there would be causes uh, for someone to behave in such a way. It's hugely uncharacteristic of the area, let me say. It's a lovely town and, um, yeah, yeah, really Glad that no one was, um, yeah, no one was hurt in the incident. Uh, but yeah, quite scary. Um, having seen a bit of the footage myself, didn't run over there that particular day. So you know, there's no um, sliding doors moments from me, just as well. And uh, yeah, thanking my lucky stars, I wasn't 
anywhere near it. Yeah, because possibly, Ollie, if Beck hadn't been away, you mm. may have met up with her for a Sunday long run and been in the area. Well, yeah, Beck's been fantastic for the training support. Uh, she keeps raving about her PBs, but I'd be... Yeah, I'd be going backwards well and truly in terms of my pace and my training if it wasn't for a bit of motivation there. And yeah, probably would have been out for a, a Sunday run. So um, that's all right, Mel. I'll be there soon enough and yeah, glad to know that uh, things are quiet once again in Windang. Mm-hmm. Peace is restored in Windang. That's right. Aside from that, I'll throw in uh, something for my other passion. Uh, I was fortunate enough to take my eldest and my second eldest daughter off to the, the Matildas game, um, which, you know, in terms of the parkrun world, is located near Rhodes Parkrun, for those unfamiliar with Sydney, at, at Homebush Park, uh, Olympic Park, I should say, in Homebush. And, um, yeah, watch the Matildas get walloped 3-0, but nonetheless, it was good fun. It's another of my passions. And, uh we go again, and I'm still counting down the days to the Women's World Cup and the opportunities to meld those two passions together, get around to games and park runs alike. So forgive me, Ollie, is this soccer? Yes. Uh, what those UK <laughs> people refer to as football? That's right. That's absolutely right. And uh, I now have two daughters with uh, Matilda's jerseys. Uh, I didn't get out of that cheaply, but <laughs> needless to say, Zali has been hanging hers up every night behind her door and reading her Sam Kerr book Aww. at every waking moment. That's so, adorable. Uh, yeah. Is she inspired to take up soccer on a junior level? I think that the interest is developing. She's got a cousin who's actually quite good um a couple of years older and uh that'll help with the motivation as well but it's just lovely to see those pathways open and uh i can't think of a more enjoyable game i've been to in the last decade or more just the atmosphere was wonderful excellent so um yeah sorry (laughs) back to park run mel you had real park run so it would be it'd be nice to hear how that was i did and I had a pretty quiet Saturday morning, Ollie. I chose to just stay local. I returned to Pepper Tree Park Run where I'd been the week before for a uh, not park run. Mm. And I met up with a girlfriend. Actually, I met up with Abby's mum. Ah. So Pepper Tree Park Run's probably a halfway point for us between where we live. And yeah, we had a lovely run chat. There were small numbers at Pepper Tree, 33 people ran the course it's nice it runs along the werribee river Mm -hmm. and it's a gravel course double out and back and um it was fabulous it it was just a nice relaxing easing back into that park run routine if you like that experience i didn't do anything exciting i didn't achieve any you know numbers any wilson indexes or anything like that it wasn't about that it was just about being back at park run being immersed back into the routine and yeah couldn't stay for brunch unfortunately i had to rush off zoe had had a friend over the night before she'd celebrated a birthday the day before yes happy birthday zoe <laughs> thank a you a bit belated sorry but yeah. <laughs> so yeah I, I mean i hadn't left the girls at home alone paul was at home however i knew the parent would be coming to pick up their child so i had to be home for that and then zoe had an appointment for uniform fitting because we're going into year uh, into high school next year so there's all that kind of stuff this time of year it's a busy time of year for all this type of end of school activities yeah particularly going on to high school that's Mm. right 
Yeah, so I had to basically give a month's paycheck to the uniform shop. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. Uh, But, yeah, very enjoyable. Thank you very much for asking. Well, and might I say, um, in spite of your claims of lack of achievement, congratulations to you both on a new PB at Pepper Tree. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't a stretch, though, because I was last there when, uh, I think, for the inaugural, and I walked with Zoe. Uh, So it wasn't a big effort to better that result. Oh, low-key maybe, but uh, wonderful to hear Parkrun back in Victoria and to see some of the first-hand accounts of people getting back into the groove. Yeah, and only a couple of weeks away now for New South Wales. Yes, it's very exciting. I'd be very happy if they give us another surprise like they did with Victoria and give you a bonus early return. Oh, funny you say that. I dreamt maybe that that week. happened. I dreamt that that happened last <gasps> night. It's so. omen. <laughs> And look, that'd be wonderful. I can only imagine what it's been like to be uh, sprung into action. Uh, So, uh, hey, if that happens, that'll be a good thing. Nonetheless, we wait and it will be wonderful when it comes here. And, um, yeah, look forward to more park running stories in the weeks to come, Mel. Mm -hmm. And so, Mel, as I understand it, the weekend just passed once again with Victoria back, uh, was the first weekend with the barcodes on phones. It was. That was a big announcement last week. Mm. What was your thoughts on that, Ollie? Uh, well, look, I, I think that there is, um, there's, there's clearly been a lot of feedback over time and I've seen that it's able to be done. I think as, uh, as a volunteer, I do like knowing that someone's, in case of emergency details, are accessible. Um, that's probably the first thing that jumps into mind. Uh, and I also, yeah, I respect that not everyone's able to, to, you know, to particularly at the last minute access their barcode and, and that can be, I was going to say upsetting. It can be upsetting. It can be frustrating if you, um, obviously if you go to a big effort and, um, you're unable to record it. So it's great to see Parkrun moving with the technology. But there are pluses and minuses, clearly. Yeah, there are, Ollie. And I think primarily Parkrun's done this to avoid confrontation with volunteers so that if a parkrunner has forgotten their barcode and is adamant that they want to scan, that the volunteer isn't in a situation where they've got to refuse a barcode on a phone. I'm just concerned, Ollie, I'm just concerned that now that people know they can use their barcode on their phone, they're going to preference that. They're going to not bring their printed one. They're not going to worry about other methods and they're just going to think, I'll just bring it up on my phone. And I witnessed it at Pepper Tree on Saturday as I came over the line and I went to approach the scanner with my wristband. There was somebody standing there with their phone open doing the swiping, looking for their barcode and holding up proceedings, yeah. you know. Yeah. I'm just worried that now that people know they can use their phone, that they're going to not bother to bring their other barcodes and they're going to just think that's the easy option and I don't think that's the best thing. It's just not sort of the spirit of what Parkrun has been about. No, and certainly you know, wherever there are opportunities. I know, you know, with a lot of events, you know, sometimes people stream straight to, to get scanned and that can be a very helpful thing or a very helpful part of the system. You know, it would be nice to see people be considerate and, you know, step aside, get it ready, step up. 
be scanned, you know, to take those those simple steps to make that possible wherever it's possible. But you're right, it does open up a new possibility uh, where that's more likely now. Mm. Yeah, look, uh, you know, with with all changes, there are obviously, um, you know, factors for and factors against. I appreciate as a volunteer, Parkrun taking that action to support our volunteers. But, yeah, I'll wait and see, Mel. Yeah, hopefully people can uh, can still bring along those. And uh, I know many of us, <laughs> we love our wristbands. Mm. Um, so uh, many of us you know, don't need to be told that twice. And this is what's happened to me, Ollie. When I came over the line and I went to present my wristband, for the very first time mm. my wristband didn't scan. Yeah. And I ah. have mentioned previously <laughs> on the pod that it's been something of a mm-hmm. psychological thing for me not to remove my wristband over the pause. It was yeah. it was just like if I removed it, it was some sort of acknowledgement about Parkrun being gone and I couldn't do that. I, I just refused to take it off. So I have worn it. Mm. Um, but for the very first time when I presented it, it wouldn't scan. But rather than me having to opt for searching on my phone for my barcode and I have saved it as a photo. I did go on to do that. And I do know also if you open the 5K app and you've updated the app, there's now the option to bring up your barcode through the app. Mm. So that's available now as well. Yes, very helpful. So I could have done that. I could have done both those things. However, in my phone case, I also have a hard copy of my barcode and it was way much quicker to just whip that out and present it and it was quickly scanned. Mm. So I'm sure that that was a lot quicker than if I had been searching through my phone for photos or apps or whatever. Yeah. Oh, it'll come down to the individual, I imagine, Mel. Um we will get some people who are very organised and have it ready on their phone, but um, hopefully people can just approach it and, and support the volunteers in, in this new way. It's got the potential to be much easier. Yeah. yeah. I just think that scanning off the phone's more of the last resort. It's the tourist that's on holiday mm. and left their barcode at home because they just forgot to pack it or, you know. Lost on course. Lost on course. Yeah, exactly. Yep. It's not the default. <laughs> Well, I mean that's that's my uh, my claim to fame is I have I've now denied uh, poor Damien Leith his uh, his barcode scanning <laughs> twice because um, he didn't have his printed barcode. We've managed to scan his daughter, but uh, as a former Idol watcher way way back in the day, um, it was a bit gutting to tell Damien that uh, I, I couldn't give him a result. But uh, nonetheless, can we start a movement to get him back? <laughs> oh, in good time, I'm sure. But uh, while we're on the topic of barcodes, Ollie, maybe we should mention mm. I saw on I think it was Parkrun UK they have advertised a new wristband called the Ultra Band. Did you see that? I have not seen this. Okay, so they posted a video and it was only today mm-hmm. showing a new purple wristband that has the barcode on the outside but your name and your ice details and medical details are on the inside. Okay. Now, this from a little bit of searching is not currently available in the Australian shop Mm -hmm. but it was posted today on the UK Parkrun page. Mm, So that provides maybe a bit of privacy for those that don't want their name or in case of emergency details on the outside? Yeah, just not obvious to the 
whole world, I guess, when you present your wrist. Yep. But obviously, if something was to happen to you and you were to collapse and it was needed, it's still easily accessible. Yeah. But also, Ollie, mm. another thing that came up in the last week is Parkrun announcing some new enamel pins. That was a bit exciting. Yeah. Don't they look wonderful? They do. They look really good. I'm all about pins. I, li- I like to collect those types of things. <laughs> uh, look, I, I must admit, I have I have eyed them off. Haven't made any moves as yet. But well, I don't think that they're necessarily available yet. I don't oh, think okay. that well, there we are. <laughs> ah. They've they've posted the photo, but I don't think that they're necessarily mm. available yet on any online platform. It's a teaser, Ollie. Ah, okay, and it was Parkrun UK that shared it, wasn't it? It was. Yes. Not dissimilar to something that popped up on April Fool's Day. In a certain <laughs> not-to-be-named parkrun in New South Wales. Yeah, it's time to balance the ledger, don't you think, Mel? Um, <laughs> we had an SPF of zero last week. I know. How good was that? I'm so <laughs> <laughs> Um And, look, uh, I claim no credit for this whatsoever, but, uh, yes, we, we have had a brain's trust behind Shell Harbour Parkrun's April Fool's Day efforts for some time and uh, said brain's tr- trust about two and a half years ago, uh, yeah, ma- made some um, very impressive-looking pins uh, that Parkrun was uh, supposedly <laughs> releasing to the world. So uh, all these things start somewhere, and uh, maybe there's a link, maybe there's not, but uh, very satisfying to see, I think. 92 shares that post had, though, didn't it, <laughs> It was good fun. It was good fun, and, you know, naturally there was a link to order uh, which would direct you to the uh, April Fool's Day Wikipedia page. We wait for April Fools every year, and um, thank you to the Brains Trust for that inspiration. Can we share that? I think we should share it. <laughs> Let's. That post needs a reshare on our page. Yes. So, look, um, lot, a lot going on in the parkrun world. Um, a lot going on in the in the baked goods world too. <laughs> we love our baked goods, don't we? We do. We do. And I'm, look, I'm glad I stayed out of the fisticuffs last week around the pronunciation, but. Uh, and, and I would say pasty, by the way, but I won't get us back down that path. In the UK, that's how they say it, a pasty. Uh, we say pasty, but some strange people in, up in Queensland say pasties. <laughs> we love you, Mel. We do. Um, should I read on, Mel? Please. So bakers and pie makers from all over Australia, as our tip-off pointed, converged alternate or converge alternatively, I should say, uh, in Sydney and Melbourne each September to compete for the most sought-after award in their industry, the official Great Aussie Pie Competition. The competition is judged over a four-day period by an elite team of 16 judges from the baking industry. Ten categories of pies are appraised, including plain meat and chunky, gourmet meat, the gourmet section, uh, equals, uh, sorry, and that's red meat, poultry, game, seafood, vegetarian, gluten-free, breakfast and apple, and 2014 saw our favourite, the official Great Aussie Sausage Roll competition added. So the judging happened over the weekend and we saw the winners announced and there's some interesting mm. some interesting winners. So I have noted a couple, uh, basically for the sausage rolls, Ollie. The winner of the plain sausage roll was the Hoop Bakery at Sovereign Hill Ballarat. 
in Victoria. <laughs> so if you need your sausage roll, you need to come to Victoria, Chris Fraser. <laughs> the winner of the gourmet sausage roll was the Little Red Grape Bakery in Seven Hill, South Australia with their garlic chicken roll. Mm. That's an interesting combination. Inspires me to go and try that one. Yes. And the winner of the gluten-free sausage roll was JM Catering in Windery, Victoria. Windery, again, in the vicinity of Ballarat, and they have got their spinach and ricotta. But, Ollie, special mention to Buddy Bakery in Melton, who won seven gold, five silver and five bronze medals in this competition. Wow. So wow. who knew <laughs> that Meltown is the centre <laughs> of baked goods? Wow. Yeah. What is it about that part of Victoria? I mean, I'm, I don't mean to, to group Meltown and Ballarat. I know that they're not right next to one another, but to me they're in the same direction. So We absolutely are. Yes. No, no you know, brothers and sisters. Mm. Yep. Clearly something has to go on the list there. Uh, very exciting, and I can see that it's it's caught on. Uh, and I will add, uh, after seeing some of the excitement, I did go and have a sausage roll at the soccer as well. Oh, good one! Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't gourmet, but nonetheless, yep. But I am going away in a couple of weeks. I am going to be staying out in the area of Ballarat, so I think that I might search out the gluten-free sausage roll in Windaree. That sounds like a plan, Mel. Mm. Mm. Yep, just because I need to go and visit a winner and just give them, you know, appropriate appreciation and support. Nice to see, Mel. That's great support. Good to give them you know, some, some great praise. So, yes, we were very excited. And thanks, Chris, for letting us know about the competition this weekend, which we otherwise would have had no idea about. That's right. But, Ollie, I think we've waffled on long enough. That was a very long intro. We've gone way over time. So it's time, I think, to throw to our roving reports. G'day, parkrun adventurers. It's Lyndall, and I am checking in this morning from Nathan road sports ground parkrun i'm not good with these big long multi-word parkrun names but i think that's right and i'm here for event number seven and yes the fact that i know that it's event number seven it's pretty easy to jump to the conclusion that i'm here for a wilson number now this particular parkrun can be found in Rothwell, which is on the Redcliffe Peninsula, about 40 minutes, say, north of the Brisbane CBD, um, in the Moreton Bay region of Queensland, lovely spot. Nearest park run's probably Redcliffe Park Run to give you a bit of an idea. Now, reading up on the course, it's a bit of a mixed terrain course, I think. So anyway, we'll um, get ready, go to the briefing, hopefully not get lost, and I'll check in with you after the run. Okay, parkrun adventurers, I found a couple here that probably put anyone's um, story to a test. I found Greg and Carolyn. How are you guys today? What event number? What's what's going on here? 261 parkruns, 131 different event today. Yeah, we've driven uh, an hour or so from home to do today. Yep. Nice course. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. And what's probably your biggest parkrun adventure, would you say? Oh, it'd have to be, well, the furthest one was Darwin, where we got some really cheap flights. $13. $13. <laughs> and uh, 
$162 return for the both of us, so yeah. that was a bargain. Didn't know yeah. Ticked off the most northerly park run in Australia. Nightcliff. So, yeah, so yeah. That, was, that was good. So you've got your north. Any other compass points? Uh, we did Jeeveston and Tasmania, and we've done Kingscliff, Kingscliff of yeah. course. Just the Western Australia to go. Yeah. yeah. So you've got to get over there at a time when it's not going to get any more westerly because there's a few of us that have been caught out. I did Geograph Bay back when it was the westerly and I think there's been three different ones since then. Oh, no. Is that true? Well, we found out during the week that only 21 people in Australia have got the three. So, and we're one of the two of those. So, we're a bit keen to get to WA now. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, but we just love touristing. We love, you know, just jumping on a plane, chick flights all the time and just doing different ones up and down the coast. We're trying to get our statesmen here in Queensland. So, we've got 15 to go. Wow. But some of those are Weeper, which is like $900 flights and Mount Island. Concurry, like the really far away ones. So, yeah. But we've still got some local ones that we've sort of been keeping just to yeah. do, yeah, like today. So, yeah, we love it. Just love it. And what's the best thing about adventuring, do you reckon? Oh, just seeing this beautiful country. It's, yeah. We love just driving through country towns and, and spending some time there. And, uh, and money, yeah, supporting yeah. the locals, and it's yeah. just a meeting new people. Great little getaways, yeah. Yeah. weekend getaways. And, yeah. Yeah, it's terrific. Fantastic. All right, so you've got a few goals. You've got your compass or whatever yep. it's called, yeah, I don't know, something. Called, yeah. <laughs> um, and your statesmanship. So what challenges have you got and what are your ones that you're most proud of? Uh, alphabet. We were pretty excited about that because way back when Zilmia started, we spent that Christmas before Zilmia started and ticked off a Tuka, drove down to a Tuka, drove to Melbourne, did gels. Yeah. So we yep, got yep. that were our last two alphabets. Yep. So when we came up here, we were like I don't know third or fourth or something in Australia to get yeah. the the alphabet. So, Thank you, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. And that, that takes a bit of commitment, the alphabet, doesn't yeah. it? So good on you. It's easier now because there's, like, you know, there's a lot of local ones. Yeah. E's and J's. Yeah, Back yeah. then there was only Echuca and Emerald. Yeah, or East Coast. I did East Coast in Singapore. Like yeah. The E was very hard yeah. to get, wasn't it? Yeah. All right. Well, is there anything else that you'd like to let the Parkrun adventurers know? Any words of wisdom? Uh, when you get emails from airlines, get in there, book them straight away. Don't hesitate because you get the cheap flights. Don't even bother asking your husband. Just yeah. do it. <laughs> we did one overseas in Hagley Park in New Zealand. We yeah. went out there for the half marathon. And uh, we even did a, a pop-up park run in Waikiki Beach in yeah. Hawaii because there's no park runs over there. So we yes. took our own flag and yeah, did that with some of the flag. other people who were doing the marathon. So. Uh, you're those people. I've heard about you. <laughs> <laughs> so good advice there. Don't yep. think about it. Just do just it. Just do it. Yeah. Yep. Just do it. Don't worry about your husband or your significant no, other. No, just do no, it. Just book it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Nice Ask work. Ask him later. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like he'll go along with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, no, we just we just love Parker. We just love the community. We love meeting new people, discovering new places. And we've never been in, we, like, we've got no more challenges to do because yeah. we've kind of ticked them all off yeah. now. But um, we're doing the Wilson thing now, which he thinks is silly. But anyway, that's yeah. why we're here today. Me too. Seven. I've got this my seven. There's nothing else to do. <laughs> <laughs> ah, there you go. That's yeah. Very sad. yeah. yeah. Oh, 
oh look you just you know it's just fun isn't it it so. is it's just like keep going <laughs> yeah yeah all right well thank, thank you so much for talking yeah. to me keep on adventuring even when you've done all your challenges keep on adventuring oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> all right thanks a lot guys right, see you see you Alrighty, guys, I have tracked down very important people here at Nathan Road Sports Ground Park Run. Is that right? That's the one. Yes. Ooh, I get confused <laughs> with all these park runs with lots of different names, but I've got I've said it twice correctly now, I think, so that is great. So I've got Kelly and Matt. Now, co-EDs? Yes. Yes, that's right. That's right. And you guys started up this park run that I can't remember the name of. <laughs> yes, that's right, we did. We did. We did all the planning oh, and the... Council applications and so on. You've really made the most of what you have here by looking at how much path you've got and adding on some really interesting little features. Would one of you like to describe the course for us? Yeah, sure. So at our park run here, it is mixed surface. So it starts off in a a big open field, which is a great place to start because everyone can spread out. And once you get off the grass, you go onto a concrete path. So probably about two thirds of the course is concrete. And then you finish up on a a bit of a gravel section through a a wetland area, which is quite nice and and scenic. Yeah, it is, it's lovely. But that would have been why it was canceled last week. I drove out here last week and found that it was canceled. Rookie error, didn't check the Facebook page, should have done that. Um, So event number seven, how's it going? Have you found yourself a little community of regular runners and regular volunteers yet? We've probably got more regular volunteers now than regular runners. We're still getting a lot of tourism. It's probably 80-90% new runners from different running groups. But, yeah, we're getting um, our sort of core volunteers now, which is good. That's fantastic. That makes it a lot easier to keep going and get people involved and start to make friends around the place as well, yeah? Yeah, definitely. Yep, definitely. <laughs> and they seem like a really friendly bunch. The, the um, volunteer that was barcode scanning had a bit of a chat and, yeah, it seems like a really lovely little group. Yeah, and we did it to sort of form more of a community because we are a very new community here um, at Newport and with COVID and everything, people not really getting out. We yeah. sort of wanted to meet everyone and get that sort of community vibe going that's really great i was going to ask you that there's a bit of construction still happening Mm. is the hope that the park one will grow with the community ideally that is our goal uh, particularly because a lot of the construction is happening across the road from the start line so as more people move in more people will see that we're here on a saturday morning and might pop down yeah have a look see all the happy smiling faces (laughs) and the looks of pain as we cross the finish line hopefully not (laughs) (laughs) um now the sports ground here there's been a lot of talk in the media lately about the Redcliffe Dolphins, but this is not the home of the Redcliffe Dolphins. No, it's not. No. <laughs> it's not. This is the Tigers Club. Dolphins is down the road. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Probably a good thing. Yes. <laughs> yes. And this is AFL, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, correct, cool. yeah. And have they been a partner with you in setting up the park run? Or someone that you've had to work with a little bit or? Uh, No, they haven't. But we have worked with Sandra Ruck, our local member, who's helped us quite a lot, um, which we've really appreciated. And obviously Parkrun HQ as well have helped us a lot. So fantastic. All right. Well, thank you, guys. Thank you for starting this park run. Thank you for the contribution to the community here and to bringing another park run to the Redcliffe Peninsula. And thanks for talking to me today. And, um... Nice park dogs as well. Yeah, we've got two park dogs. (laughs) (laughs) Two senior members.
Alrighty guys, short and sweet little roving report from Nathan Road Sports Ground Park Run. I think that's three from three guys. Great little park run, lots of variety, um, really mixed terrain course and really lovely. Like I looked at the map um, before I came like I always do and I thought, oh, this one could be tricky. I might get lost. But honestly, the marshals are fantastic. The course is really well marked with little yellow cones everywhere. Um, it's a lovely course. You won't get lost. They're friendly people and a terrific little new course on the north side of Brisbane. All right, everybody, that is it from me. This is Lyndall signing out for the Channel 5 News crew on the Parkrun Adventurers. Good morning, parkrunners. It's Tracy and a tutu, and I've toured to Kira Beach Parkrun, and I've found Heather, who's the run director today. Heather, what's happened? Oh, well, <laughs> we had, we've probably had our biggest number today because of the Gold Coast 50 mm. this weekend and from 101 to 150 the numbers started mm. being given out upside down <gasps> Ooh, <wow>. so, <laughs> so they realised about 15 numbers in and I've now been told I should have, I pulled out about 15 numbers, yeah. I should have clicked them through so we've got a bit of a Oh, bit of a balls up oh, with results today. I'm pretty sure all our listeners who, some of the Maradis are, are well, are nodding their heads and going, yep, yep, heard that before. <laughs> and and he, one of the support uh, Pat Run guy, Paul, is here and he, he's hiding behind somebody. Please don't oh, ask me God. to fix it. Oh, <laughs> but, it's, uh, but apart from that, it all went well this morning. Yeah, it was great. Uh, uh, the, most people we've had running for yeah. some time. But with the border closure, we've had no New South Wales people being able to come across. So yes. my Twin Town runners, which I'm a member of, they, mm. they're all running on their side of the border. Yes. So, we, we, you know, we, we're consistently getting 250 to 300, but they're down to 120 to 150. So today I think we were about 250. Yeah, so for so, our Victorian listeners, how close are we to the border? Uh, or hop, step and a jump, just yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. about a kilometre, two. Yeah. Uh, you can not see even right, that. Down the yeah, road. pretty oh, much. Okay, um, does the course yeah, go into New South uh, Wales? No, no. no. Oh, yeah, look, it's probably a couple of k's from yeah, here, I guess. Yeah. But I work at Cool and Gatter and people don't even realise they've crossed the border from yes. New South Wales to... Yeah. Queensland. So, yeah, and have you ridden here a few times? Uh, yes, I've been doing it for two or three years. I yeah, think. yeah. Um, and big break over COVID. Love it. It's Love great. it. Yeah. It seems like nice people here. I was, I was asked to do it, and it took me twelve months to get up the courage, and oh, did my first you. first two, and I thought, well, oh, what was I worried about? And I can see you're wearing your red. Uh, uh, yes, shirt. my new I, volunteer shirt. Is that your volunteer one? Yes, well, that's congratulations. My that, that is awesome. Yeah, and well I just done got my you. 250 runs as well. That, it's all happening for you. It Except is. for the results, it's all uh, happening for it you. Is. And Renee's here today and she... That's Renee Russell, by the way. Ra- yeah, and she's got her 250 volunteer shirt on oh. today. So yes. <laughs> I haven't seen one of those. No, not in the wild before. And we have seen a few people wearing their ugly Christmas shirts. Yes. But quite a few people wearing their... Um, Running club We had shirts. Redland, Redland yes. runners. We had um, Pino, I think they were, runners. Mm. I'm not sure where they were from. And mm. uh, Bribey Island runners. Wow. Yeah, lots all down here for the yeah. Gold Coast 50. So. Yeah. I haven't run a park run in uh, Victoria for the Victorian 
Park Runners. Yeah. That's where I'm from. Oh, I've done, really? I've done two in the UK okay. and I've just done mainly Kira Park Run. So again, for our Victorian people, where are you from? I'm from Hampton, Victoria, Hampton, or Mount Eliza. Right. Grew up in Mount Eliza. Oh, there you All go. All my family are there. Haven't seen them for two and a half years. So. Yeah. Oh, I'll cross my fingers for you. <laughs> but uh, anyway, it has gone really well. I'm oh, sorry about the results. We are results <laughs> we'll processing this morning as well. I saw on the roster. So yeah. uh, for our listeners, uh, tick there as well. It didn't rain. It there was a strong rain. headwind I heard. So, but it was coolish. So yeah. It's really an awesome morning. Hot. So yeah, thanks for beautiful. putting the event on. Yeah. You're yeah. welcome. And, and that's all from me at Kira Parkrun. I'm going to head off in search of a coffee, big breakfast. Um, I'm down here for the GC50 Run Festival. Have a good weekend, guys. Talk to you another time. See you on the B-side. Bye. Good morning, Parkrun Adventurers. It's Greta here from the Channel 5 News crew, and I'm doing a roving report today from Nuriutpa Parkrun. Um, so Nuriutpa, or Nuri as the locals call it, is in the beautiful Barossa Valley in South Australia. Uh, And the course here is a lovely course that winds through vineyards and parkland um, uh, and it's along a river. So, yes, we're going to go and do the course and see if we can find some people to talk to. All right, we've now finished our... um park run oh and we're standing in ants we might just move out of the ants <laughs> and i'm here with um kareen and kareen's the event director for nuriutpa park run how are you going kareen very well thank you it's a beautiful day for park run oh it's glorious and we are now sitting in the lovely sun um having our coffee yep getting bitten by ants but <laughs> delicious coffee yeah. yes yes and nice to have a big group of event ambassadors here this weekend. So there was a bit of a takeover today. Mm, which was awesome, but I think you pretty much doubled the numbers of certainly uh, volunteers, but also there seemed to have been a lot of participants this weekend too, which is awesome. Yeah, it's great. So how many would you normally get here at Newry Park Run? Um, well, since COVID, the numbers have sort of dropped a little bit. Uh, we generally get around about... 30, 35 people, so 25 to 35 people each week, but I would say half of those would be tourists. Well, it's a lovely area to visit, isn't it? Being in the Barossa and being in the wine region, you'd have lots of people coming up to visit. Yeah, it's a good way to start a weekend of uh, gourmet food and wine. <laughs> <laughs> makes, makes you not feel not so guilty <laughs> to partake. Work up an appetite, yes. Yeah. And tell us a little bit about the course. The course is in a beautiful park where you hear lots of birdies and see lots of beautiful gum trees and other plants you run past the bush gardens that's here in the Barossa Uh, it's got a caravan park to stay just next door Uh, a little bit of a walk from the um, car park which I think throws a few people but it's just such a beautiful spot it doesn't cater to big numbers of people which works beautifully for us so today was a great number to to have on the actual course today Um, yeah it's just a beautiful spot it is and it's a sort of a two sort of double out and back so it's very social isn't it it's very sort of intimate you get to see the runners multiple times as you're going around the course yeah absolutely and as a if there's people coming to watch or marshal or whatever there's lots of spots that they can stand and uh, cheer people on and so how long have you been um going here at Nuri? so we started uh, september 2017 so a while a little while, yeah. yeah. Kind of COVID makes you miss the odd it, year. It does, there. yeah. But yeah, it is a few years. I, I base it purely on how old my son Mackenzie is. There you go. And so, how old's he now? So he's 
four turning five so yeah it's four and a half years is what peng- penguins very <laughs> park run is so you birthed a park run um, and a baby around the same oh, time oh totally I don't know which is my favourite though <laughs> yes yeah, great. And look, what um, inspired you to bring Parkrun to Nuru? Um, because uh, I used to live in New South Wales and um, I was around when Dave Robbo was setting up Newcastle Parkrun and that's actually that's the first time I'd come across Parkrun, but I didn't live that local locally to any parkrun at that point so then we moved over here and I was looking for it for something that my husband and I could do regularly was surprised that there wasn't anything here in the Barossa but actually when I started looking for routes I understood it's not as easy as you think it would be so yeah and where would the closest one have been at that time to oh well that was pre-Gawler so you had to go back into Adelaide um or further afield yeah a long way couple of yeah. hours drive um certainly a good hour maybe hour and a half mm. so yeah no initially it was to run it myself to be able to participate in something and for my husband to do it as well but now that's not why I'm involved in parkrun I didn't realize that the volunteering thing would be such an important part for me and I probably do it more for the volunteering than I do for any exercise why do you love volunteering I think it's that sense of community, I think, being part of something that's not associated with work and there's no pressure around it at all. It's just such a nice way to connect with people on such a neutral ground and to have such a um, health and um, active lifestyle is something that's quite important to me, both personally and as a physiotherapist. So to connect with people in that way, it's been a surprising journey. Yeah. How wonderful. Well, thank you so much for bringing Parkrun to Nuri. And it sounds like you've brought something to the community, but also something to your own life and to your own family's life. Absolutely. Congratulations. And thank you so much for having us today. It's just been absolutely beautiful. Thank you for coming. And thank you to our terrific trio of roving reports. Uh, thank you to Lyndall uh, from Nathan Road Sports Ground there, Tracy at Kira and Greta at Nuriutpa. Uh, I'm forever relearning that one. And Mel, Tracy, yeah, I suppose, shared a bit of the experience there with the Finnish tokens. I just wanted to say I've completely been in that boat. And yes, I've both been on the, the counting and math side of trying to recalculate what the tokens should have been when the order's been out. And uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure I've handed out the wrong tokens as well. So um, I don't know if it's <laughs> just me. Yeah, sympathy there. And clean sweep for the girls for the second week in a row, Ollie. Yes. And we should mention that Lyndall actually recorded the week before, but we weren't able to bring that audio to you last week. Yes. But, yes, Nathan Road Sports Ground Lyndall was at yeah. the week previous. Thank you very much to uh, to all three of you and um, some fantastic volunteering in there as well. So it's always lovely to hear the, the passionate and critical volunteers that, that bring it to us each week but mel speaking of someone who brings it to us each week mm-hmm. dazza was back and very punctual <laughs> yes making up for the week before yes no apologies or excuses needed for dazza um always puts on a, a good show and once again right on the mark with the official great aussie pie and sausage roll competition hey mm-hmm so uh, as the message in Dazza did say, did you know that the official Great Aussie Pie and Sausage Roll competition has just occurred in Sydney? We didn't either. 
but we are a bit excited. So let's celebrate the sausage roll this week and join us at Dazza's and tell us how you spent your parkrun day. We want to hear all things. So thank you to everyone who did pop in. Who did we hear from, Mel? Well, thank you for asking, Ollie. To start off, we have our Victorian return to parkrun, and we heard from Sally Heppleston, our friend Sal, Supercell, who said, I went to Westerfold's parkrun, all uppercase. (laughs) (laughs) And I think Sal was pretty happy to be back running at the folds. Oh, I think so. We also heard from Bruce Purdy. How good was this? A Wallaby Track Park Run PB, breakfast, a park faff, and a present. A huge thank you to Kylie for the gift of the On Every Saturday book and a snag roll for lunch from the In Exterior Cafe. And uh, that's pretty good, a cookbook and a $3.50 sausage roll, Ollie. Yeah, I was impressed at the price. Don't know if that's just because I had a stadium sausage roll and they're extortionate, but um, <laughs> but that sounds like value. i got to jump in there and say that I was driving on my way to Park Run on Saturday morning, mm. listening to my normal ABC radio and my local Saturday morning ABC radio host was interviewing a certain David Crook. How fantastic. It was. I was so excited. And they were encouraging people to ring in or text in and let them know if they were on their way to Park Run. But of course, I was driving and I couldn't. <laughs> there's, there's the issue, yeah, with the audience. But nonetheless. Yeah, yeah, they didn't think that through. They? <laughs> Don't make the interview at uh, 7.30 when your potential listener base is actually on route to parkrun that was very exciting and lovely to hear david talking about his book yes very much so and we also heard from jody Maisie, who said i did hamilton parkrun was so lovely brendan peel did his 50th volley jody posted a photo looking out over the water at hamilton parkrun brendan peel as a point of interest also has another milestone coming up very Mm. soon, which I intend to be there for, which is his, I'm thinking of the word for it, what is it, Ollie, when you do 250 different events? Oh, I should know this. Of course, yes. (laughs) Sorry, asked you a question, answered it myself. (laughs) No, that's quite all right. I just wish I had the book in front of me. (laughs) And we heard from Irene Bomacanti. Path and I were on time keeping and finished tokens, respectively, at Fair Park Reserve today, keeping our legs fresh for Sandy Point 10 kilometres tomorrow. Great opportunity to work towards our volunteer shirts. Was Is that a 100? That's a 100. Yes. <laughs> and Irene, I can inform you, did really well at Sandy Point and I think bagged herself a 10K PB. Well done. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. Thank you for volunteering too. Mel, we also heard from Andrew Turner. Uh, We were at Ocean Grove Park Run today, as well already planned a camping trip. A windy run followed by a beach warm down, then a long black at the garage. And incidentally, Andrew had a photo there showing finish token number three, and I believe he came very close to the PB as well. So, uh, yes, nice work. Impressive. Lynette Ann. Hi to all at Dazza's. What a ripper of a morning. Blue skies and bright orange vests. Mansfield Botanical Park Run for me. 
happy to be back with parkrunners enjoying the best event ever. My cappuccino was perfect while chatting to ED Ron and his partner Kathy. Very committed people through some challenging times. And uh, Lynette also shared a lovely photo overlooking the water as well. Helen Reeves got up at 4.45 to volunteer at Berwick Waters Park Run and to babysit so parents can get ready for a first birthday without helpers. <laughs> helpers possibly intended to be in uh, speech marks there. Um, but, yes, well done, Helen, and uh, thank you for the photo in orange as well with a pram at the flag. Fun fact, I do know Helen's daughter, Caitlin. Ah, yes. Yes, I ran in the same running club as Caitlin back in my days at Berwick Springs. Ah, excellent. There it's you a go. small world down there. It is. And Nadine Crawford, an early start to get to Yu Yang's Park Run for Victoria's relaunch this morning with Karen. Beautiful one lap course and a friendly crew, followed by a sensational breakfast and Park Run chat with new Park Run friends. Perfect Park Run morning. So, so happy to have Vic Parkrun back, and so is my wallet. <laughs> and I had time to clean my house this weekend too, although the South Australian government is confused why I got a border permit and never showed up. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like Nadine had plan B on the go there. <laughs> I think so. And we heard from Toc, lol, desert is open early this week, no sleep-ins, Road trip to Burley Griffin and excited to meet Sam. I'm tipping Sam was more excited. <laughs> <laughs> and Chris Fraser, Willow Park Run first became my Nendi on the 13th of October in 2018. Finally got to tick it off. The sausage roll was a bigger challenge. Going down the TripAdvisor list, First Bakery only had beef and beetroot sausage rolls mm. and there's a vomit emoji. <laughs> <laughs> the second one was closed. Uh -uh. Mm. The third one sold out <laughs> but only a seven-minute wait for them to come out of the oven. Worth the wait. Large size, good flavour, good filling consistency, not flaky, good mouthfeel. Consumed on the slightly flooded Murray. Four stars. So that's pretty impressive. He's getting a bit um, like a pro with those ratings. I mean, mouthfeel, <laughs> that's, that's just a bit weird. <laughs> He's clearly gunning to be one of the experts. He's going to be on MasterChef next. Yes, that's right. Maybe we need to have a taste test sausage roll on palm, Ollie. Oh, it's got to happen. And we heard from Sam Schroeder. Dazza, we had the best morning. Our third weekend of heading to the ACT was a massive friends edition at Burley Griffin Park Run where we caught up with Toc and Jackie, Mark and Nicole, Barbara and Lynn, Susan and Russell, Kathy, Ray and her school friend Mark who she hadn't seen in 40 years and my lovely friend Trudy who was tail walking with her bark runner Charlie. Breakfast afterwards with Kathy, Mark and the OCs, oh, that's the O'Connells. <laughs> the Ox, yep. <laughs> <laughs> In nearby Yerolumla. Yerolumla? Yerolumla. Yerolumla. <laughs> Say that three times fast. <laughs> Was delicious, but no one had a sausage roll. Huh. 
<laughs> letting the team down. Oh, I think they can get away with that. And Claire Stutchbury back fresh from her ocean swim. Mm. Sometimes professional development courses are scheduled so perfectly. 8.30 a.m. start. Walking distance from Redcliffe Park Run where they have showers, happy to kick off a big day of learning with a run along the coast. But where was... Jack. Hmm. I haven't checked. Missing in action. Yeah. Meanwhile, though, Mandy Oliver checked in a walk with Linda at Surface Paradise Park Run for our sixth anniversary. And, and, and I should say, happy sixth anniversary there. Yeah, happy birthday. Yeah. And I believe it was a big one, as in uh, many anniversaries. Parkrun day just gone. Chris Hood checked in, took Fluffy for a run around Coomera for a C number five. And uh, Chris did share his fluffy, ugly Christmas singlet sailing the seas at Coomera. So well done, Chris. Yes, it looks like Chris is after a pirate club. I think so. And maybe Chris's first visit to Daz's, so welcome. Yes, ticking off all the achievements. We also heard, checking back in, Pippa White. Welcome back, Pippa. And Pippa said, hi, Dazza. Sorry for being MIA last week. I'm coming into the cafe early because it's windy and I'm not sure if my park run is going to be cancelled. So a tea, please, while I take stock and obsessively refresh the park run Facebook page. 2.5 hours to 3, 2, 1... Surely Pippa wasn't two and a half hours early to park run. <laughs> well, she's being careful. But Pippa did update. Oh, my goodness, Dazza. Thanks for the tea earlier. My first choice park run cancelled at 8.52 <gasps> for nine o'clock. Cue a mad scamper to the next closest that hadn't cancelled. Caught the tailwalker, so got a time. I have completed my cowl. 100 different locations. Smiley face. Uh, can I now have breakfast and a very large hot chocolate? That was more exciting than I needed. But uh, well done, Pippa. Wow. You really earned that one. That's a very stressful cow morning. <laughs> yes. But, yeah, Mel, a lot of cancellations, a lot of cancellations over uh, in the north there, um, over in, in the UK. So, uh, yeah, let's let's hope the weather has passed and eased a bit. I don't think so. They're going into their winter, Ollie. I think they've got more to come. <laughs> well, hopefully a little less severe. It's their cancellation and ice season. Yes, mm. well and truly. But, Mel, we also heard from some of our Bailey shot. Firstly, Rebecca. Happy Saturday, Dazzers. I'm only 15 minutes away from Mansfield Botanic Park Run course this morning, but no park run for me. Day 7 of 23, out leading a school camp, and we are cycling the rail trail from Bonnie Doon to Mansfield today. Have a good day, everyone, wherever that may be. And, uh, Mel, I believe you're familiar with the picture. Oh, I was so happy to see Beck at Bonnie Doon. So bit of background, I actually owned a caravan at Bonnie Doon Caravan Park for probably 10 years and uh, it's one of my favourite places in the world to spend time and relax. So it was exciting to see that Beck was there enjoying all there is on the lake, Lake Eildon, and uh, that rail bridge that spans Lake Eildon at Bonnie Doon, best potential parkrun course ever. <laughs> So, uh, well, you, you'll have to uh, you'll have to discuss that with Beck, and um, you can plot out the course. Yeah, I'm a bit inspired to go up there for a holiday. Mm. 
But, Mel, we also heard from Brett Bailey, who had to say no notties for the Bailey shot today, Dazza. While Rebecca was checking out the Serenity at Bonnie Doon, Tanya and Brett had surf official duties at a surf lifesaving competition in Christchurch today. We did check out the sausage rolls at the Naked Baker on the way home. A solid 6.5, I think. A bit stodgy, but plenty of flavour. <laughs> sure about stodgy um, 6.5 sausage rolls by a naked baker, though. (laughs) 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 Moving swiftly on, we heard from Richard. Good morning, Dazza. As I couldn't convince the Minister for Eternal Affairs that getting up at 3am to drive to the ACT from the central coast of New South Wales for parkrun was a totally sane and acceptable thing to do. I got up at 6.15 and hit out a nice 10 kilometres. On the plus side, it's only two more Saturdays until our road trip to Ginandira parkrun on December the 11th. Now it's time for a flat white. And I don't know what's strange about getting up at 3am, Ollie. Nothing strange about that. <laughs> Not at all. And Peter Polman, not even a naughty for us this week so far, but did manage to collect a sausage roll. And Peter posted a photo of his sausage roll with absolutely no context. <laughs> it was a nice plate, though. <laughs> it was a nice plate, yes. We'll give him that. And Alison King did a naughty and a half and then went for coffee. Just me, Dan Wilson the dog this time. It's a beautiful day in the Bay of Plenty, so off strawberry picking. Wilson the dog, is he named after Park Run? <laughs> Ollie, how did I get Patrick this week? Did you think I did a good job last week with my pronunciation? You did a fantastic job. <laughs> of course, that's me speaking, not Patrick. But uh... <laughs> And Patrick Schmitzek. Nothing Park Run to report here, just having a great family day, but I'm here to cheer everyone else on. And we're eagerly awaiting... Patrick's next... Strava art. Yeah. Yes, the very artistic art. Masterpiece. That was the word I was looking for. Yeah, that's it. But Mel, checking in also was Val Warwick. Val had a bit of an update. Oh, Dazza, I am very late to the party this week. I was doing Devonport's photos and our NBN crashed four times while trying to upload the album to Devonport's Facebook page but now it's done and I can come and report no sausage rolls but good coffee and great company at Drift after Parkrun. I was excited to see the photos from Burley Griffin and to know that Steve's cousin, Lynn, had been able to meet Toc and Jackie and Sam and Luke when she went with Barbara to the ACT. That's who they are. (laughs) It's a small world. It's a small, small world. She goes on to say, so good to be able to see the excitement of so many being able to get back to Parkrun this week. A great day all round and sending hugs to those still in lockdown or affected by floods today. Thank you, Val. And uh, thank you for volunteering with a little bit of extra effort there. We also heard from Tracy Wood, who, of course, checked in with a roving report. Morning, team. I'm down at beautiful Kira Park Run for the GC50 Run Festival this weekend. And uh, Tracy was also checking in at the entrance to the beach there. Doesn't look half bad out there. Mm. Greta, once again from our uh, roving report team this week, up with the birds to go to Nuri Utpa. 
<laughs> I've done it again. <laughs> Nuriutpa. Nuriutpa Parkrun in the Barossa Valley with a bunch of rowdy Parkrun ambassadors for a takeover. And, I bet um, there was wine involved. <laughs> surely, surely. But, uh, yeah, what a photo. Team purple and black from the takeover, complete with one young park runner and two bark runners. So, uh, well done. Uh, and look, we're now advised, I understand from the comments, that the collective noun for a group of parkrun ambassadors is a purpleness. Mm. So credit to Tracy with a bit of support from Greta there. They do like to travel in purple, those yes. South Australian ambassadors. In their purpleness, that's right. And look, completing our hat trick of uh, roving reporters, Lyndall, um, who was checking in this week, barcode scanner at home at Bunyaville Park Run. No pastries, but I did get a coffee in my personalised Park Run Australia cup. And uh, cue photo in orange with cap as well. Mm. So uh, Lyndall was representing. She has been. Have you got one of those cups yet? Ollie? I got one for my birthday. Oh, fantastic. And, yes, it did uh, It did arrive recently. So I uh, haven't gone anywhere with it, but I've been enjoying making myself my afternoon coffee in it. Yeah, me either. Mine's sitting on my shelf. Yeah, no, looking forward to using it. But thanks, Mum. I appreciate it. And last but uh, certainly not least, Janet Reid. Well, Dazza, I hope that you're sitting down as this will surely come as a big shock. Today, I was not aboard the mothership Lockheel. Q-shocked face. <laughs> nope, I went on an adventure. Along with my fellow EAs, we headed to Nuriatpa Park Run, where we fulfilled all the volley rolls. What a beautiful park run. Through gum trees, past a few houses, along some bush vines, over a wobbly bridge. I checked, but no troll. Past a lovely native plant garden and back again. Then repeat. Coffee at Fleur Social, then some, there we are, <laughs> wine tasting. Told ya. <laughs> at Koleski Wines, followed by lunch at Four Seasons of Nosh. To round off, please may I have a skinny flat white. Finally, welcome back, Victoria. We have missed you. No. That's a nice one to finish off with, Ollie. Yes. Always love to hear from Janet, but... We have to make a decision. We've got to award our new award. Yes. Um, so uh, have we picked a name yet? We haven't. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't. We didn't have any feedback, Ollie. Okay. Nobody got back to us and said what their preference was. So I think that um, I've got a feeling you're on board with me that we call it the Obi. Yeah, yeah. It's just got that familiar rhyme to it from our part of the world. So uh, I think, call us biased, but yeah, I think the, the OB has it. Now, Mel, any candidates? There were certainly some great experiences there. Yeah, it's it's tough. Um, look, Ollie, I'm leaning towards our international friend who was absent last week. Yes, and put in such an effort to not be absent this week. Yeah, 100%. Yep. That's a true adventurer going above and beyond to get her barcode scanned. So, Pippa White, you are this week's recipient of the Obi Award. May not compare to your cow. We'll see. <laughs> Don't know which one's your favourite. <laughs> 
but congratulations, Pepper. Maybe we should be tracking who wins every week, Ollie, and then at the end of the year we can like have a overall like. That's right, everyone. You've got what four weeks? <laughs> How many weeks until Christmas? <laughs> okay, didn't put that through. Maybe we. <laughs> maybe we'll start it next year. <laughs> Excellent. Oh, well, this could count. This can count. We don't need to be constrained <laughs> to things like calendars, Mel. No. Needless to say, a lot of fun was had, and uh, thank you everyone for sharing your uh, your experiences. You know, it warms the heart like a nice glass of red. But Ollie, it is time now for us to throw to our informant. I believe again we have the OG. So let's listen to see what he comes up with this week. This is the informant. These are unofficial stats. They are only current at the time they are collected and may differ from the stats you read elsewhere. Despite the return of Victoria, no records this week, possibly due to the large number of bad weather cancellations in both Australia and the UK. There were 291 runs held in Australia up 68 on last week. This was out of 1,314 worldwide, which is down 207. There were no launches anywhere. Aussie attendance was up by 3,621 to 25,139 out of 109,429 worldwide, which is down a massive 74,000 on last week. Down under, we had 2,293 PBs, while 812 participated for the first time. 55 juniors reached their junior 10 milestone, 124 people reached their 50 milestone, 74 reached their 100 milestone, and 20 people reached their 250 milestone. 18 people called bingo. Tom Gallagher was quickest with 175 events, while Tim Edwards was slowest on 342 events. There were five new states people this week. In the ACT, we had John and Tracy Mintoff, Samantha Isbell, and Millie Corrin. In the Northern Territory, we have Suzanne Otto. In the top 20 most events list, David Messenger moves to 15th outright after running at Homestead. Roger Millett was the biggest mover on the Wilson Index, jumping up 15 from 10 to 25. Roger was one of 123 people to increase their index this week. And there's a PB for shortest stat report, go me. If you want to see a full breakdown of the weekly stats and the ones I didn't get around to posting last week, you can download them from the blog at www.theinformant.me. That's theinformant, or one word, dot M-E. Or look for the informant on Facebook. This has been the informant, and my spreadsheet is bigger than yours. And thank you to our ever-enlightening informant. He is always coming up with interesting stats for us. And Mel, um, I did miss the opportunity to, uh, although I did listen, of course, to hear where the Adventurous Club were up to, but how are things? It's a slow climb, Ollie. I won't (laughs) deny it. (laughs) But this week we're up five to 69. We had 43 members on our consolidated club report. That was up 20 from the week before. So that's probably 
thanks to the return in Victoria. We had 22 people log notties and that was down five again, probably because a lot of Victorians were back mm. at actual real park run and weren't logging their weekly not park run. Yes. In the not park run results table, Campbelltown topped hey, hey. their list this week in Australia with 31. And coming second was Coonwarra with 15 and Port Macquarie equaled. We had equal second place, didn't we? Standing aside on the podium. Yeah. No, well done. Then our long jump down to Shell Harbour. Oh, there we go. I gave him a mention. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Nine. And Toolan Creek, two. Me and Ingrid both are. Good work, team. (laughs) (laughs) And you can do New Zealand. It's your turn. Uh, it's good to get it back. And once again, thank you to Alison uh, for uh, passing us the numbers here. So the biggest naughty in New Zealand for the week, Hamilton Lake, 51. So well done, Hamilton Lake. Whangarei, a little back, but not too far on 44. And Anderson, just behind at 43. Uh, so well done, uh, more than keeping up the numbers in New Zealand. And we're hoping that our New Zealand friends are inching closer to having real park run return there. Not getting much news out of New Zealand as to what the likelihood is. Mm. Obviously, now we've got the new variant of Omicron. That's my belief. Yes. Yep. (laughs) So hopefully that doesn't set anybody back. Fingers crossed. Um, Yeah, we'd like to see you guys enjoy it all very, very soon. But looking forward, Ollie, well, sort of looking forward, we're looking forward to Ugly Christmas Singlet and Shirt Day, but remembering that we've just closed off orders for the Ugly Christmas Singlet and Shirts on Sunday just gone, I did note that one adventurer had last-minute FOMO and ordered at the 11th hour. <laughs> that was our friend Jeff Whiffen. Just in time, Jeff. And I believe that this year orders have really exceeded previous years. So we're going to be seeing a lot of ugly Christmas singlet and shirts out there very soon. Yeah, it's sounding very, very popular Um, and just a couple of weeks to go. It is indeed. But what are your plans for this coming Saturday, Mr. Spake? Well, I'm hoping for a not park run, Mel. Do you want a visitor? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes. Going to take me on a tour? <laughs> yes, yeah, all my study, um, so I can take you along the course. Uh, so yes, very much looking forward to not park running in person, and uh, yeah, it will be good to uh, to enjoy a, a, a not park run with company. Thanks, Mel. So spoiler alert. Yes, this week I'm heading north, flying to Sydney was supposed to be for Sydney's triumphant return to Parkrun, which was then delayed by a couple of weeks. So sadly, I can't actually scan my barcode when I visit unless there's a miracle this week that happens, (laughs) (laughs) much like last week in Victoria, but I'm not banking on that. And I will just be happy to come and see Banksia Avenue potentially. Banksia Avenue, not Parkrun course, and some morning light on the Windang Bridge. Yes. Yeah. Look, I hope it uh, goes part of the way to making up for missing Parkrun Day uh, back in Victoria, Mel. Um, but we look forward to 
sharing a bit of New South Wales naughty fun with you, and we will um we'll let you know. <laughs> we'll let you know if we lo- if we relaunch quickly. Yes. I wouldn't be too disappointed. Yeah. I would just have to return another day. Well, in any case, I could probably do Windang on Friday night. That's right. There's always a way. There's always a way. So, yes, that's the plan, Mel. Um, Aside from that, uh, just hopefully preparing for the return of Parkrun. Do we have anything else to mention, Ollie? I know we have had a very long intro in Middle-O. <laughs> yes. And so we've yeah. probably covered everything. Well, we've covered almost everything, Mel, and remiss of us would be to not share your experience from Sunday. I asked you about Saturday but not Sunday. Oh, Juniors was back, Ollie. Junior Park Run returned in Victoria Ainsbury Heritage Trail, Junior Park Run, the puddle was full. Oh, <laughs> what a metaphor. <laughs> it was our 21st event and we had 21 happy little children. So that was a nice synergy. Absolutely. Follies hmm. were all excited. There was just a really good feeling. Uh, everybody was happy. It was great to see some of our regular volunteers jumping up, putting their hand up to volunteer because – Three days to fill our roster. It was touch and go. <laughs> That's a big ask, yes. It was a yeah. big ask, yeah. We didn't have the full week and yeah. I was a little concerned as to whether we'd manage it, but we did. We got over the line and it was a beautiful morning too. The weather was perfect. It was perfect running conditions for the kids and the Ainsbury market, the monthly market was on. So it was very nice after juniors to just – take a short walk to the market and have a wander around and buy a coffee. Just enjoy the happy vibe, the post-lockdown happy vibe of people are just happy to be out and about, Mm. enjoying a little bit of normality to life. So, And next week, one of our juniors is going to be running their – well, running his 21st junior park run event which will qualify him for his half marathon wristband so that's exciting that's the first one we will have awarded at Ainsbury well done hmm that's come along quickly uh <laughs> no it doesn't feel like it but um good work to team Ainsbury and uh welcome back uh, to you guys and of course your fellow Victorian junior event there in Westerfolds juniors yes and it's funny, Ollie, it feels like we've been going at uh, Ainsbury for two years, but we're only up to event 21. Yes. And the reason it feels like it's been two years is because obviously we were due to launch prior to the original pause Yes, back in February of 2020 mm. or March of 2020, around that time in any case. Then we weren't able to launch until the 17th of January this year. So we are eagerly anticipating our first anniversary. Oh, well, yeah, we look forward to hearing about more of the uh, the fantastic achievements and uh, as more of the juniors head towards that half marathon wristband milestone. But, uh, yeah, good, good work to everyone for bringing it back. Thank you. Pamela, I suppose that could be everything for the week. I think so. I think we've covered it all now. So, as always... You can contact us via Facebook or our email, uh, which is parkrunadventurers at gmail.com. But that's it for another week. Uh, We'll see you all next week for more adventures.
Hi, Mel and Ollie. It's Toc and I'm super excited. I got to do a real park run this week at Burley Griffin in Canberra. Not only that, we got to meet Sam and Luke Schroeder, Barbara Dobby and Lynn, who's a cousin of Alan Steve, Russ and Susan Crane, Mark and Nicole Scarborough, Kathy Ray. It was just so much fun. There were so many people we knew. And I can't wait to get back to park run again this week. See you soon. A77 2279.